ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕੀ ਫਤਿਹ ਮਾਈ ਨੇਮ ਇਜ਼ ਗਰਿੰਦਰ ਪਾਲ ਸਿੰਘ ਜੋ ਆਈ ਐਮ ਯਰ ਹੋਸਟ ਆਫ ਦ ਜੇਐਮਸੀ ਕ੍ਰੋਨਿਕਲਸ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਐਪੀਸੋਡ 11 ਆਫ ਦ ਪੋਡਕਾਸਟ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਕਮਿੰਗ ਅ ਵੀਕ ਲੇਟਰ ਥੈਨ ਯੂਜੂਲੀ ਕਮਸ ਆਊਟ ਇਟ ਯੂਜੂਲੀ ਕਮਸ ਆਊਟ ਦ ਸੈਕੰਡ ਵੀਕ ਆਫ ਈਚ ਮੰਥ ਬਟ ਐਸ ਯੂ ਕੈਨ ਟੈਲ ਫੋਰ ਦ ਥਰਡ ਟਾਈਮ ਆਈ ਐਮ ਇਨ ਅ ਡਿਫਰੈਂਟ ਸੈਟਿੰਗ ਫੋਰ ਆਲ ਦ ਲਿਸਨਰਸ ਹੂ ਹੈਵ ਬੀਨ ਲਿਸਨਿੰਗ ਐਂਡ ਵਾਚਿੰਗ ਫ੍ਰੋਮ ਦ ਬੀਗਿਨਿੰਗ ਯੂ ਕੈਨ ਸੀ ਥੈਟ ਆਈ ਹੈਵ ਬੀਨ ਇਨ ਥ੍ਰੀ ਡਿਫਰੈਂਟ ਰੂਮਸ ਨਾਊ uh hopefully this is the room that i'll be for the next year uh because this is my new place uh out in davis um we are back in person this year in in some capacity almost in full capacity but um yeah i now i moved here um this episode we're uh joined by a very uh special guest uh i will let him introduce himself uh but uh this episode will be uh a little bit different from our previous episode because previous episode we try to highlight the youth activists and their individual stories a little bit more but like this is very much also like for youth activists and how much they did and how, like their work at the campus of UC Davis and uh let her fate introduce himself and take it away Vaigurji Khalsa Vaigurji Fate um thank you so much for having me here Gurinder I appreciate it Uh, my name is Harfateh Singh Garewal. Um, I'm a UC Davis graduate, class of 2014. I started in 2009. Um, and uh, over the last 10, 12 years, I've been uh, uh, involved as a student, as an alumnus, uh, as a community uh, organizer, you can say. I've been a community saver that I've been involved with the, when the UC Punjabi course started. And as a student uh, I, was mem- i was a member of the sikh culture association at uc davis um, and then i was also active in the asucd um, i'm a civil engineer by profession got my bachelor's at davis uh, i chose water and environmental because of uh, my upbringing in punjab where i saw punjab suffering through water issues and now california same thing over the last decade or decade and a half the droughts uh, so anything about transportation or water i'm always down to talk about but more than that punjabi is uh, one of my uh, I, i love punjabi love punjabi culture uh, i love sikhi and punjabi as a language bridges both punjabi culture and sikhi and it's a, I, i have a sincere appreciation and a most profound regard um, and respect for the language so um i'm here just to talk about how the class kind of came to be what the role some of the students uh, the alumni organizers community sevadar community leaders played so try to give a snapshot provide some background provide some institutional memory so y'all can see how it took us so many years and how uh, uh challenging but rewarding the process has been so thanks for having me yeah no uh again the pleasure is all all ours for for hosting and having you join us today but um i would like to like go to the early days i know there was a like we were talking a little bit before we started here a little bit talking about that even before you had started knowing of your efforts and you starting your efforts uh there was efforts way like way before you started a little touch base of like anything you know about that and like how long ago that was just because like even though like they didn't they weren't successful maybe their first attempt like they still had like some initiative to do it and the, there was like there was some like okay we want to do this there's some rud ote hegi see that like we want to do this this uh, have this happen here at davis so talk a little bit about that and like how like the early steps the very early steps about this came to be 
before I start, I want to say that, you know, I, I think it's not a misstatement to say that UC Davis has the biggest, largest Punjabi population among all UCs. I don't think that's an unfair statement to make. I I grew up in a pandemic, so Davis feels like a pandemic. Yeah. They, um, so I started in 2009. I, I didn't really become active in this cause until like 2011, 12. But we heard that late 90s, early 2000s, there was a push among some of the community activists, leaders from Sacramento region to get Punjabi classes started at Davis. Kind of like what we saw, see now at Sac State, which you know have been the um, which has been a, a different, a little bit differently structured program. Um, there is an issue about like whether it has the funding or not, doesn't have the funding that comes up. Um, and they wanted something at a more reputable place like UC Davis because there are so many of many people there, Hannah. Yeah. So we heard that um, some community leaders tried to do that. Uh, but we first, uh, I, again, I started 2009. In fall 2010, um, SCA, Sikh Cultural Association, was founded. Um, you all might recognize some of these names, but uh, Vikram Singh Khalsa, who goes by uh, Amazing, uh, the magician, he, he, he was uh, instrumental in that. I think Angad Singh, um, Ravneet, uh, Ravneet Singh, Vichy Rehal, um, a few others, uh, I may be blanking on their names right now, but uh, they were the... Um, the driving force behind this, Sukhvir Kaur. Um, and one of the reasons we did that was it kind of like named a Sikh Culture Association to kind of like bridge this uh, sort of, uh, um, you can say, tussle or tension between the, what's seen as often as a like Sikhi part of our identity and the Punjabi part of our identity. And, you know, we had a very successful start. And I wasn't one of the board members in the beginning, I'll be honest. I was just involved uh, as, as a member. And uh, there were like discussions, uh, we would do like Sikh discussions, we'll do discussions on Sikh history. Uh, there were like plays and everything. They were attended by 60, 70 people. And um, the Kirtanites, like when I started, only 15, 20 people used to come and then we would play Mafia afterwards. I think you might hear, recognize the name, Ikagar, Ikagar Singh. He was, uh, was still there, there was at that time, Amar Biyu Singh was still there. And then I would say it was just a very way to build community. But as 2009, moved into 2010 and 11, when SCA was founded, um, more and more parents started doing Langar Seva, right? We had local families from Davis, Sacramento do Langar Seva. Like my family came all the way from Bay Area to do Langar Seva a couple of times. And um, 50, 60, 70 people are attending each uh, the night every two weeks. It just brought uh, uh, the community together every two weeks, right? despite no matter the midterms, no matter the finals, like, especially like, you know, like you're stressed out with like the Keaton, the ambience, the mahal was just so rewarding, so amazing. Um, and then in 2000, I think it was fall 2012, we had a, a lecture from uh, Gurinder Singh Man, uh, who was at UCSB and then he left UCSB under, um, under a cloud. And I won't get into that, but, uh, um, but his lecture kind of brought this idea out for students on campus that, um, you know, maybe we should have Punjabi or Sikhi Sikh studies on campus. And the first, there was a lot of interest, but the the first roadblock was that it was, you see he's looking for long-term commitment and they also look for long-term money endowment commitment, like one and a half, $2 million type of thing. And it's, it's a little unfortunate that a community doesn't always 
um, see this long-term investments as worthy causes. I mean, um, we, we don't always see the benefit of this. Now, the main benefit that we thought would be, by that time I was board member at CAS, and then Bipshi was very, um, was growing exponentially. And like, so it kind of brought us all together. And coincidentally, like, you know, some uh, folks became with ASU city student involved with the government student government. So we, uh, so we approached MESA, the Middle Eastern South Asian Studies Program. And um, I still remember, like, it feels like yesterday, but it was like January, 2013. I remember the first time I went, I knocked on somebody's door to talk about this. It was the Mesa Student Affairs Officer, Shyama Kovir, and she was very helpful. She even came and spoke to her, just wanted discussions about the community, uh, like what it will take to get this class started. The interest was there, but the money part was always the issue, right? So we kept organizing, I think, uh, from Sacramento area. At that time, uh, Sardar Omkar Singh Bindra, he was trying to push. Dr. Gurdev Singh Kush, who was a who's a big asset to the community at UC Davis. Like um, he, he's a phenomenal person and uh, he, he tried lobby, but again, the issue was always the, how are we gonna raise funds for this? And then, you know, I, um, I was in my fourth year by then already. And then we set up some more limited goals. Like we moved more into on-campus organizing. SCA became more involved with like other uh, uh, associations on campus, MSA. Um, Muslim Student Association, we became involved in ASUCD to like combat uh, on-campus hate and all that stuff. But we, what the benefit of that was that we built alliances, we built connections with other communities, right? We saw how successful the Arabic program was. The Arabic program had only started a few years ago. It was, it's been phenomenally successful. And I, I do want to mention this, that I have a lot of, I have a lot of Muslim friends. I have so much respect for them. Even, whether they are from like the, the families that are from the African um, part of the world or whether they're from the Middle East or what we call West Asian part or whether they're South Asian. Most of them know Arabic because Quran is written in Arabic. And that kind of like, it, it poses an, an uncomfortable question to us. Why don't we show the same love for, for Punjabi? It's, it's, Learning a language is extremely hard. Learning any language, like even if you're coding, any language is really hard. But why can't we show that sort of commitment that they do? That's why Arabic has been so successful. Their enrollment has been, has been um, like very steady. So by the time like, you know, 2013, 14 hit, like I graduated in 2014, but I still kept coming back. There was still like um, uh, students that were very passionate on campus, the SCA. Um, and then, like a year, year later, I, I met Dr. Nicole Ranganath. And then she was doing research on Punjabi Americans who had arrived in, uh, or Punjabis or Sikh workers who had arrived in California late 1890s, early 1900s. And um, she was connected to me by Rajabir Singh Judge, who I think is, prof is a professor now at uh, CSU Long Beach. Another great person. I was another great uh, uh, um person that I got to meet, um, so Nicole, Nicole, like, just start talking, you know, we, we were like, and she's like, did you know there were, like, Punjabi uh, farm workers in Davis, like, 100 years ago, and, like, what, like, you know, early 1900s, like, she showed me these records, and then uh, she was working on the Punjabi American Digital Archive, and um, so we kind of made a partnership through that, uh, like, working on translation and everything, and from there, 
I got to meet some other community leaders and the Punjabi class stuff rolled on. Um, and here I'll pause and let you ask me something else. <laughs> no, I uh, no, I, and like I said, like um, I've said this before, like I'm here every episode. So you're always going to hear my voice. So it's always I want to let like the guests take the majority of the time. And this is very interesting to know, because a lot of those things that you just touched upon right now when you were talking are very much true to this day. Like for us to do anything at, at Davis now as JMC, we have to build alliances. And that's something that we've in the past, like the past couple of years, we've, we've like overlooked, like we keep trying to build them, but it's been like, a like it's our, there's not an initiative amongst ourselves to try to do those. But like, once we do build those like alliances and relationships, it's much easier to have power and have more say in, in, at, at the campus. And I feel like that's something that I think I'll let you continue how it went, but like, I feel like that's, if you guys were just still again, to go by your guys selves, trying to, uh, if SCA or SSA, if they were trying to, at the time, just do it by themselves, it was going to be a very tough and even harder challenge, but because you guys had support and also there was a different, like, there is already a blueprint, like how you said for like the Arabic classes there was already there there was a blueprint that could be easily followed and there was there was already um the same amount more or less um the want for it or the need for the uh, the uh, interest for it it was just more about like how the campus could accommodate for it and sometimes that's usually like you to have the the campus come around on an idea or come around on initiative you have to have more than just one group of people you have to have multiple and you have to show up in numbers usually that's how it that's how it works and for like it's like the unfortunate truth of of campuses but like unless you show up in numbers and you have numbers and the other part the hand in hand that goes with that is like if somebody stands with you you have to stand with them as well like i know yeah. like that's that's like a big part that some people overlook just because yeah. someone has your back for something you, and then you better and like you expecting them to show up for years. The only way that you're going to have that mutual respect and mutual want to help each other is if you do the same for them. You can't just always have them come to you and then you do nothing in return. So it's like, I feel like that's something again is like something not just only JMC and not only Jakarta as an organization, but like a lot of other like folks in the Punjabi community, like when we need help from other communities, we have to also be there for those communities as well. And it more or less the story like highlights that very much so. And um, I know you touched upon like the very early process of you and like how that came to be. Uh, just talk a little bit now about like how the Punjabi class, like concrete, like how that actually like began, like what was the first year that like it was actually brought up on the campus or like the first year that it was actually like on the, like on the desk of the, of the chancellor or like how did like, where was it like, what was the moment where it was actually going to be somewhat in concrete and they all like so, to like touch on that a little bit so Grinder, uh, like i mentioned earlier i have my, I have my notes here and, and and to the listeners whoever is listening i want to say something nowhere in this conversation am i trying to highlight myself it's just that over the last 10 12 years i've just been part of those conversations part of those decisions part of those activities that have happened and some and then sometimes I've just been like fortunate to be there, just lucky, luck by chance, just by chance I was there and got to witness this. This is, I think I mentioned a word to you earlier was institutional memory. There is no institutional memory 
in student spaces on like that's something we, that's been uh, recognized by student activists on campus over and over. And before I go on to like how the Punjabi class developed, I want to mention how these some spaces that I, that I was part of, how they came to help us. Um, I was part, it, it just happened that, so at, as part of, you know, every major ethnic studies program on campus, like whether it's Asian American studies, whether there is um, uh, the African American studies, whether it's Chicano Chicana studies, um, there there is a, a student component to that, and it, everything used to be cross cultural center. So cross cultural center, like for Aggies, for UC Davis folks, they might recognize students community center on campus now across from Rock Hall, which used to be called Chem One Ninety Four. Cross Culture Center was set up in 1989, I believe, or 1990 after a hunger strike by five student organizers. And I've met some of them. Um, and next to that is, I think, is the LGBTQIA Center, LGBTQIA Plus Resource Center, then there's the AB 540 Center. So just being around those spaces um, exposed me to a lot of connections. Um, under Cross Culture Center at that time, there were two or three campus climate coordinators. And the one was especially for the Mesa, the Middle East and South Asian community. And as part of that, um, I remember like uh, with the turban and hijabathan with the MSA, Muslim Student Association, um, Mahin Ahmed was the president at that time. And I got to learn a lot from the way that, you know, she approaches things, the way I learned uh, a lot from how they build connections on campus. So, and how that helped us down the road is, um, when we went to ASUCD, I think 2017, 18, that we want to get classes started, um, all these organizations signed on the petition, on the demand. And I was part of the Ethnic and Cultural Affairs Commission for ASUCD. And what you meant, like, we have to stand in solidarity with other communities, like whether it's the Palestinians, uh, whether it's like hate against the, uh, um, you know, the, the um, Black student diaspora, whether it's hate against the uh, Muslim student diaspora, I think campus sexual assault on campus was a huge thing back then. We have to stand in solidarity with like every one of them because there's so much common between your struggles and theirs. So anybody who's listening to me right now, I, I urge you, I strongly, strongly urge you is to be involved and, and build those lines, to build those bridges. So, um, so even Mesa's student component, I think um, um, they were like, a, a, um, I think one of our uh, Punjabi students back then, 2012-ish, Gitanjali, which she was instrumental in building that up. And so a lot of this has been done by students. You have to demand from the admin. Admin, unfortunately, like admin has a lot on their plate. So unless you get their attention somehow, they're they're not going to like know about your issues. Like, And you, the more supporters you have, the more, uh, you can say, diverse or like expansive your coalition is, coalition is the better it is yeah so like i said like we had the meeting with uh i met with dr nicole ranganaz right and then we just started talking about punjabi class and then i think fall 20 oh i think it was fall 2015 or fall 2016 when she launched uh when the punjabi american digital archive was launched i, I met uh some other um community leaders like dr jaspir singh Gang. he's very involved um in uh in the community in yuba city out of yuba city and uh, and just working with him, uh, with him and then we held so many meetings um, 
in like early, I think it's some point in 2017, we we're like, okay, we need to get this Punjabi class started. Like, what do we need for that curriculum, money, and all that stuff? Like, how much money will we need? Like, I think it was like two or, for the endowment, two or three million dollars. And like, we we're having all this meeting with Mesa, Middle East Association uh, Studies, um, and then we're like trying to like develop like a program. Like, how are we gonna launch this? How do you how do you launch the fundraising? And we launched the fundraising. Um, by hosting Amrinder Gill on campus. That was October 2017. Um, we felt that Amrinder Gill is probably the uh, uh, the best person to sort of like uh, be- with the best image to yeah. you know start this out. Yeah. Like I, I didn't compare to other Punjabi singers. You know. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think that was I think that was the safest and best bet to go with. <laughs> I, would, I, I would say the best. Yes, I'm not like safest. It, it was just like like how do we like organize this and then it was like you know all the money that will be raised here will be will go from the sales will go to uh, the Punjabi class endowment so we, we got off from there and then from there like uh, there were other folks from uh, uh, part of me is just blanking out because it's been like it was like four or five four years ago <laughs> at this point right and yeah. I'm, I'm remembering the faces I'm not remembering the name I think somebody else I also want to like thank here is um, like Amar Shergill, uh out of Sacramento. Uh, I think he's very involved with the California Democratic Party. He was instrumental uh, and then in helping us set up some connections. So here we were like just thinking about how to develop a, um, a program like curriculum. But the more important part was like, how do we convince the admin that this class is needed? So this is where students uh, or like my continue or like you can say our, con- our continuing work with SCA uh, was instrumental with SC and Bipshi is we had petitions signed. I think we had more than one petition signed and sent to, to the chancellor's office, CCD, Dean, um, some of the students I want to mention here, I think it was Amanjot Kaur, um, and then Pavan, uh, Pavan, Kaur, Pavan Deep Kargil, I think Avleen, Avleen Kargil, um, Gagan Skar Sandhu, I think she also worked for the Mesa office at one point. Uh, I think Sabrina Sandhu, I, and um, she were, I think she was very instrumental in that too. I think we are moving into like, you know, 2017 into 18 again these things take time because none of us lived in davis from the community right we would yeah sometimes legit drive to davis just for a two-hour meeting and then you know drive back home so it and and um from mesa office it was uh gurjeet um gurjeet Kaur, she was uh she was very helpful also uh, and like kind of like giving us this direction and then we started approaching different Gurdwara Saibans. Like after the Amrindago show, like reaching out to community to San Jose and like other Gurdwara Saibans. I wasn't like, obviously I didn't reach to personally reach to everyone. But like, I think Dr. Kang was part of this. And um, you can say um, there was a fundraiser in stock, Lodi, Lodi in January, 2018. It was organized basically like in a week by uh, Mr. Rex Tut. Um, I think he was, he's with the San Joaquin Valley Chamber of Commerce. I may be wrong on that. And uh, I met and then Gulinder Gill, Gulinder Singh Gill, he's from uh, Sacramento. So they are like, some of them organized this fundraiser, like basically overnight, where we actually got to like, you know, meet the community and expand on what we are doing and why we are doing it. Um, we got to speak there. We got exposure in the Punjabi media, more and more community, like around California, started finding out about this. Uh, reached the Gurdwara Saiban, a lot of Gurdwara Saiban. I think seven Gurdwaras, I think at least seven Gurdwaras, I would say, uh, uh, helped us out and some made monetary donations. I mean, 
some of this like i said i don't remember all of it exactly all of it so i apologize if anyone's listening they're like you know uh you may skip my name or something um <laughs> um that's not my like I, i'm not trying to do that so here we're like you know coming it from both angles we, are, we have to yeah. develop a curriculum you can't teach a class without a curriculum yeah. and you can't teach a class unless there's a demand for that yeah so the, so, so sca on campus like that was uh, uh i think with Bhavan and like it was very instrumental in like getting those uh, petitions signed and then i think rina theada uh, rina theada is from ethnic and cultural affairs commission i think she was the chair again um we have moved into 2018 now, like late 2018, early 2019. She was the chair and then got the ASU student resolution passed. I think that, and for ASU student resolution to pass, like somebody had to sponsor it. And then, you know, we had a few uh, Punjabi senators um, at that point uh, who sponsored it and a few other senators too. And then other communities, like they signed on, they supported, they said like, you know, we endorse this, like from other communities, other student organizations like MSA, Afghan Student Association, Arab Student Union, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like there were like multiple efforts all happening together. I, I wasn't at the center of any of all of this. No way. That's why I, like, I'm trying to remember it all. I have my notes here to guide me. <laughs> yeah. But like, again, this is um, like a year long, yeah. um, years long process. Like, yeah. I want to mention, by the time 2019 hit, I had I left Davis in 2014. I I was no longer uh, a 22, 23 year old person. I was moving into my late 20s now, right? Like, but still, like you know, my my parents were like, you keep going back for this. I'm like, yeah, because I want to see this through. I want to see this done. Is and so the other thing that we were thinking is like, you know, how are we gonna like? It's gonna take us a while to raise all that money, and that's where. Uh, something uh, that came out uh, came up was uh, how they teach Spanish. I, uh, I think it's called Spanish Without Walls. So we took the idea of that, like the curriculum, like they teach it like modules online. There's a one like, basically it's like structured quarter per quarter, like certain five modules per quarter. Like yeah. we kind of took that idea based and and here, Something else that really helped us was like how other UCs helped us. UC Santa Cruz, uh, I think Dr. Nirvagar Singh, uh, he's the chair. He, he, not sure still the chair, but he was the chair um, for the program there. And uh, he, like they, so UC Santa Cruz, like helped us. They provide us facilities to record the modules. Um, somebody else that came on board by this time, this is like early 2019 ish, I think Kaur, like she's very active and uh, has been very active in, in the past in Jakarta, but like has been very active in the community around Sacramento. Uh, so she uh, she was a great asset. And then uh, I was Pushpinder Gaurji and uh, Shinder Gaurji and Pushpinder Gaurji is the principal of Khalsa School at San Jose, Gurdasa of San Jose. And she was, uh, she has a background in teaching. So she was like able to help with the, uh, like they were all able to help with the development of the curriculum, right? Um, and then Dr. Kuldeep Singh from, uh, I think he was a science brother at that time, now he's the instructor of, and so they, they were all able to like basically come together. And then Nirvair Singhji, Nirvair Singhji actually did um, help with the development of the app, the UC Punjabi app. So if you're listening, anybody who's listening, please download the app. Uh, you can literally trace, um, on the app on the screen how to write a letter in Punjabi like Ura just goes like that Arda goes like that Edi goes like that so UC Punjabi app Varsingji uh, he worked a lot very hard on that so again I'm, I'm mentioning all these names because this is process moving 
in my and if you look back it's like 2019 2020 like you know then covid yeah. hits it seems like it's moving slow but it's also moving really fast cuz imagine all the uh vocab that goes into developing the curriculum so as like 2019 through 2020 came like we uh we we settled on like how to develop the the vocab right and then uh, i remember pulvinder and i had a discussion like we want to do some of the vocab which may not be very common in punjabi right now but it's it's important to punjabis or punjabis in california or in the us especially climate change what do you call the climate change in punjabi what do you call gender neutral in punjabi how do you say uh uh heterosexual versus homosexual in punjabi and uh, what are the words for uh lgbtqia identities you know like we there was a lot of like discussion there was a lot of uh um there was vigorous uh discussion on like like should we be introducing a new should personally what i'm think one thing i'm definitely like not a fan of is in general not not about punjabi classes like making up a new word i think <laughs> i don't have the background to make up a new word in punjabi i think it should be left to the community so you can say our new words become part of our lexicon right there is so much english in our daily vocab um sometimes it just it's just uh, becomes part of our lexicon like our, our daily language yeah. so by this time this it's 2020 um covid has hit we're like how are we going to record all the modules and i think we were able to record the modules at uc santa cruz using their facilities and um at some modules at uc davis were recorded like you know in a social distance manner yeah. you no longer had the people giving you cues like we would practice the modules at home because nobody else could be there because of social distance reasons yeah. to actually show you how you are doing it like in the modules that i got to record i would record two or three versions of it one where i'm speaking faster one where i'm speaking a little bit slower i change my tone and inflection right like cuz nobody else is going to tell you how you're doing you are just your own judge at that point yeah. so you're driving like you know to santa cruz or davis or wherever needed and during you know covid times like um, meeting like on zoom or what not and so it's it's like we were able to develop uh, more you can say more enough modules for punjabi one to be launched uh, and so you know it it's looking back a lot of this is like a blur that's like but there is it's like a movie playing in my eyes right now in front of my eyes yeah. like wow so many people involved and you know Nicole Ranganath yeah. she deserves a lot of credit for bringing up so many people like like making all these connections um i also want to mention so at at one point like 2019 early 2019 we kind of reached this imp- i wouldn't say we reached an impasse but it was more like we felt like we weren't making as much progress like we felt like um some assembly like i think uh, folks from uba city and other places had some of the assembly members right to the right to the uh, dean or the chancellor's office that you know this class should start why 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 all these hold ups like why all these admin um, uh you know issues and we felt like it wasn't working so i think uh, mr braxtart and then uh, gulinder singhal and couple others they were instrumental in for uh, organizing a meeting with uh, the lieutenant governor of california elena kunalakis i think i should have said her name right so i mean i was able to be part of that meeting um got to meet the lieutenant governor of california at, at the the capital in sacramento so you know got talked to her told her why this is important for us students for the alumni these many people and then she got right on it she wrote to the chancellors of like why is this being held up so the point i'm trying to make is like there were so many alliances on the student side where 5 600 people are signing the petitions 
There's so many student alliances from the community side too. You know, oftentimes we hear a community so divided and whatnot, but look at folks coming from like Yuba City, Sacramento, Bay Area, like, you know, Central Valley people all coming together and pushing for this to happen using their political connections. At the same time, all the UCs, like, you know, I think UC Irvine uh, has, a, I think, Anit Kohundul, she's there now. Uh, she, she's there, I think, teaching a Punjabi Six Studies program or something. And then I think somebody, Anshu um, Malotra, and then a couple others, like, you know, everybody from different UCs, like everybody who's a faculty, uh, were were able to like come together with this and they you know Shandar Kaur like from UC Santa Cruz, she teaches, she taught Punjabi there. Um, all these folks put like coming together for one goal that we will have used by Punjabi class. Now, the issue was if the class is gonna be online, um, I think there are 30 spots for, um, you can say 30 spots per class per, per quarter, mm-hmm. 15 go to I think UC Davis and then uh, 15 go to all other UCs. If the 15 by UC Davis are not filled out, if there's a wait list from other campuses, then those get filled out first come first serve basis. And that's, I think that's how it works out. Um, if And the idea that I'm trying to like push is that this all took, it may seem like I'm talking a lot and I know it did. <laughs> I gave out no, a lot no, of no. And It's, it's okay. May, may have been like a little difficult to follow at times. Yeah. <laughs> because we went from 2009. Yeah. And to 2020 when with 20 uh, when when the classes started like yeah 2021. But and I was just before before you keep uh, you keep going. I just wanted to, like say like it's just like for me to unpack it as I'm sitting here right and I and I hope like the listeners also are like trying to like realize the same things I'm trying to realize right now like in the in the moment but like after like 11 years almost right from 2009 even though there was like let's say slow, it, it, it felt slow, but at times it felt fast. And like, when you look back on it, you say like the process was actually pretty, it was not that it was, it was actually pretty fast, like how it came to be. And I just feel like sometimes just like it, there was multiple people that obviously you, you were there from when it first kind of started and then you were there throughout the process, but there's some people that, that came in, they helped, they did their part and they helped as much as they could. And then they, and then it just kept moving it along and moving it along. And I feel like that sometimes is like the more, the more people like unite, the easier something becomes to push forward. And it's just, it's like, it shouldn't, I, I feel like I'm saying something like it's very like high level thinking, but that's like very like base, like the more people you have united behind something, the, yeah. like the more it's going to be like something that's actually going to come to pass. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's just like you, uh, you mentioned so many, like so many like amazing people's names. And it's just like, there's so many other people that, that you might've missed or like, we don't, we can't, we just don't know of, or like, we just can't think of right now, but yeah. like, it's just like, there are all those people, like you said, there was 500 to 600 signatures on the petition, like all those students, each, each one of those students on that 600 page list, like they were a part of like making this happen. So, so. like them just being there in that capacity was just enough. Like it was, it was needed. So don't yeah. think like like just because oh maybe like just thinking like oh maybe a petition's not gonna make it go anywhere like I won't like no no as much as you can get involved I know you made this point as well like get involved as as much as you can but I also like get get involved as much as you can because like you don't know how little of your effort can actually go a long way and like those five hundred six like those were just signatures by students 
that were like, okay, this this should happen or let's petition for this to happen. And like those signatures carried on your work, uh, Harfate, and, uh, like uh, your work that you were doing at the time and also all the others that were working on it at that time. Like that, that gave you guys the extra push at the time to keep going because you guys were like, okay, there is an interest or there is support for this by the students. Because this is like, at the end of the day, I mean, like we said, like th- these are classes that are offered at UC Davis for the students to basically attend. And so it's like, Go ahead. These classes are offered to all UC students. Yeah. This is a UC Punjabi online program, yeah. right? So it is available to all UC students. So if you're listening and you haven't signed up and you're a current UC student, please do. It may have seemed like I was talking too fast or I was talking too much. And, you know, another person to be grateful here for is Chancellor May at UC Davis for his leadership and for acknowledging the need for this. Um, it may seem like there is, there is that this was a lot of effort because it was like when I say I still remember the first time I knocked on a door to talk about this it's it's fresh in my mind because even though that was eight and a half nine years ago because of all the effort of all those hundreds of students student leaders community activists community leaders community organizers since then uh, organizations like Jakarta, whose connections outside of Davis help us talk to other people, build those connections. That's why this class is here after almost a decade of work, if you think about it. And in, in general, like commit commit to a, a task, like commit to an aim, commit to a goal. Like it's really easy. I think we'll, we'll discuss more on this later too. It's really easy to uh, sort of... Uh, especially like, because when I started, MySpace was the thing, right? Uh, social media wasn't this big. Yeah. We, we saw the rise of Snapchat, Instagram, even Facebook. Um, we, we saw how it, it made it so easy for us to connect to people. And I want to say, like, if anybody has questions or they want to just discuss over this, like, you know, feel free if you can find me on social media or something, feel free to reach out. But social media made it a lot easier for us to organize. At the same time, every person who contributed this, like you said, by by signing, by just showing up, by just being there, you mattered and your contribution mattered. We are here because of you and you will have my most heartfelt gratitude for the rest of my life. Because I know like how much this this means to, I meet alumni from 20, 30, 40 years ago from UC Davis and they're like, wow, you guys, are, you guys have done this. We always wanted, we always wished this would happen. Take it, taking a task and committing to it and then, you know, setting a goal, like we, we want to make this happen. Um, um, success takes a long time, just perseverance. And the biggest gratitude goes to Akal Parkhwaik. You know, it wasn't for the... If it wasn't for the Kirpa Waikru, it wasn't for the uh, blessings, um, it wasn't for the fortunes uh, of keeping going, right? And meeting all these new people, it was all like, it was all Guru Maharaj's Kirpa that we met all the people involved, like got to connect with each other. And like you said, some people helped out and then, um, you know, they went, um, like they were, they were involved for a short time. Everybody played a role in this. And, Another person is like Mesa's director now, I think Dr. Sudipta Sain, he's 
really it's pretty big expert on south asian stuff south asian studies i would say so he's like everybody has helped out like people who were involved on campus 10 11 years ago who have long graduated i haven't seen them in 8 9 years like the the spark they ignited that's it kept us going and it kept everybody going and i think like i'm just getting the opportunity to, to like talk on behalf of everybody who's worked on yeah. this so a lot of alliances on campus a lot of alliances outside of campus like let's get together as a community let's make positive change it doesn't matter like take a task like champion the cause of the community like there will be setbacks you know there are um um are there like you know issues and grievances legitimate or not in the community yes you may not want to work with somebody but when you're on campus remember we only like two we only like four or five hundred people on campus at max so if stay together like work together for the benefit of the community i didn't like i wasn't part of this so i could attend the class so down the road my nephews and nieces or like other friends nephews and nieces or their kids down the road their cousins they can attend the courses that it's for them it's for the future of the month for the community so stay committed stay focused and uh, work with like-minded folks i mean have faith um i think i kind of want to talk about like how the class is structured now it is yeah. we have we have punjabi um one two three i believe um i think like it's all just still part of the beginner folk uh uh beginner courses i think punjabi and 1v2 v3 v i think that's how it goes like that um i'm i'm not familiar with the, like completely with the but you should look it up um and i apologize if i say anything wrong here uh, if i mess anything up but our goal would be like in next um one of our like goal is to maintain enrollment so if you're a uc student you're listening and you haven't taken punjabi yet or even you have taken punjabi like at college school or something in the back In, in in the past please take it most of our students at at us they was used to take hindi and i you know i know hindi just pretty much as well as i know punjabi um having been born and raised in punjab but that doesn't mean that you know um we should be learning punjabi so please we don't want the enrollment to drop because when enrollment drops admin is going to be like why is the enrollment dropping that means people don't want punjabi that's that's the issue that happens with some of the other punjabi programs uh, like you know in sac state a couple years ago with the moment enrollment drops the community is like oh my god why is this happening like we shouldn't wait for a crisis to act yeah we should be continuously committing so share with your friends on instagram twitter wherever you snapchat wherever you can convince them like please ask them to take this course because it's important we keep going we we've been i think this is the third quarter it's being offered now uh, we need to show consistent enrollment so down the road uc will see that this is integral to the growth of uh, uc and they will keep funding it um i think i'll pause here and let you take <laughs> no i i i just want to say a couple of things in terms of i think i think the enrollment part um is very crucial because i i've seen it's like things when 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 the admins they look at numbers when they see no low numbers they're going to obviously start saying that there's got to be some change or something like they're going to start questioning why and i feel like just at at uc davis like i at first like i didn't know that there was a punjabi class being developed even last year i like towards like 
think it was like winter towards the end of my winter quarter, which was like second quarter is like when I started to actually hear about it a little bit more. Um, so it's just like, even though it was like at that time I was, I was, I was in my own coursework, so I couldn't get into it, unfortunately, but I, it's just like, I feel like it's not even, I, I saw recently at, at Berkeley, they're also doing some initiative in terms of like Punjabi class. And I feel like that's like, I don't want to say it's, it's stemming from, but like it very much is like you started at one place obviously there's a there's a large population of Punjabis almost like at every UC right I know like Davis we have one of the bigger ones but I know like <laughs> yeah to 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 hype us ourselves up and that's one of the reasons why I did pick UC Davis was because of the population of like the Punjabi Punjabis here uh it just like made me feel a little bit more um welcomed and a little bit more felt like at home it was a little bit easier to come to Davis than it would be to like any other UC for me personally uh, and it is also closer to home. So that's also a big plus, right? Um, but I also want to mention that uh, there's a, a class on Sikhi that will be taught in uh, uh, first course on Sikhi, more focus on Sikhi will be taught in, in person in Dave, at Davis, I think in winter quarter. Um, so that'll be winter 2022. Okay. Uh, so that would be, that, that would be the, our next quarter that would start. So this yeah. upcoming winter quarter. So I think in, in right now, as of I think classes begin uh, um, this week, and Punjabi one and Punjabi three is being offered, and um, uh, I think Sikhi class is being offered. I'm, I'm, again, I'm I'm not sure if it's this quarter or next quarter, but or, or like fall quarter or winter quarter. But the reason that class is even being offered is even being talked. They're putting money into it is because there's a demand for it, because they recognize this and. If we take a step back and just look at like Punjabi's future in California as a language in general. Punjabi is heavily spoken, like second or third most spoken language throughout the valley from Yuba City down to Kern County. Why? The reason we are, we've been a bit, um, there are some class school districts which teach Punjabi, but they're not a lot. So the, the emphasis, the focus that we saw from census to list yourself as sick or something, uh, as sick, um, was to demonstrate we have the numbers, so we can take, um, take those numbers, go to the local school district and say, our language needs to be represented here, so we can have teachers who teach Punjabi, like our our folks, apne, you know, yeah, um, who who are working on this, so. So you see this community cycle keeps going. And that, that, that pipeline will feed the UC students. So UC will see so many people who've taken Punjabi are coming. We need to maintain Punjabi on campus, on campus, excuse me. We need to build more on it. Maybe like, you know, down the road, we, if we have, again, building just the, inter, the first beginner level Punjabi took like at least directly took almost two years of effort. Beginning building an intermediate one will be maybe, Maybe a little bit more e- easier or not. We, we don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully, like, you know, we can like build that in the next couple of years. And maybe one of our goals is uh, to offer Punjabi class from UC in summer so non-UC folks can take it to San Jose. So like, like state university students, community college students, they can take it to for UC credit. Even high school students. Again, that's our goals. Like we have lofty ambitions. We're not stopping here. But we, the only way we can keep going is, is if we can maintain that enrollment in current Punjabi classes being offered. 
Yeah, and I think I think that's that's it's very good to hear that like it this is like because sometimes what happens is when we get to when we do achieve a goal, that goal is like the only goal that it's in the mindset. So like when that happens, it stops, right? There's no there's not like what's what's the next thing, right? Uh, and some people just uh, and like for some like I know like there's already a class like this focused strictly on Sikhi or like mostly on Sikhi that's already the next step like that was already taking the next step and you can already see that like look it took all these years to get to the point where we could launch the Punjabi class the one two and three and now within the year of those being offered we're already going into more classes and more in-depth classes so it's just like once you like once you have your like once you have your foot through the door, like it's much easier, that process becomes a little bit easier and you can grow a lot faster once like the hard work of like getting established is done. And I feel like that goes, to, like that goes, that's all credit that goes to all the people that have come before, like yourself uh, included and all the others that uh, you've mentioned. And also all the others that, again, like I said, are not being mentioned, but like all you guys, uh, like we think like the people, like especially me now, the current, student like we thank you guys for all the work you got i mean like you look at you like you you graduated in 2014 and even seven years later now you're still taking initiative and you're you're joining me and taking an hour out of your time like your personal time to talk to me about these classes and an initiative that you wanted to have happen and you wanted to see through after you graduated and i feel like that's some like something like some people like they're only they're when they're at a campus, they only think about like the four years they're there or like the five years that they're there, that the minimum time that they have. But like you, your example goes to show like you can also keep giving back to your campus, even though you've you've graduated, even though you've left. So don't think that you're you're you have only this time frame to have something work because you can start something, even if you just start something from scratch the first year you're there, as it builds, 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 even if you do graduate, some like if it's still, if it's something that's bigger than just what something you want, people will get on board and it will drive forward. It's like, it will drive it. Some other people will get interested and drive it forward with you. Um, so I feel like it's just like, again, like last episode, I want to go back to those that did catch our last episode. Um, I was talking to uh, Gerline, who was a graduate of Antelope High School now, and I went to Antelope High School. And uh, funny enough, you mentioned Belvinder. Belvinder is... Uh, one of the biggest reasons why I joined Jakarta and I am still part of Jakarta and I do so much. Uh, so I, again, I, she always pushed me to, to join and push me, like me to like my next, like to get better, to push me to like become more open about myself. And I think that like just has led me to become and just grown like over the years, even though did she, like after, after she left Jakarta, like it, I still was able to keep those, like lessons and, and other stuff that she taught me. Um, but like when she came back to Sacramento back in 2017, like nobody knew what Jakarta was in our area, in the Sacramento area, especially like where we lived. But she she was very much determined to bring it to all of our high school campuses and start SHSS, which is our sick honors uh, and service uh clubs at our at our at our high schools through Jagata movement um so those are like very instrumental now because of like they're just every single year the new students that are evolved and they come apart they build and build and build and even though like the first year that we I was a part of it was it my unfortunately my my senior year so it was my last year there 
So like we were able to do only so much because again, we were trying to figure out like, what can we do? Because we were still a brand new club to the high school and we were brand new to the area as Jakarta as a whole. So we were just always like, what can we do? What things can we like not do? And it was just like figuring those things and actually doing stuff was very difficult for us because it was just like, we were, we were just trying to figure out like the do's and don'ts. And even though we like, we did like a lot of work, um, still like able, we were able to do so, so much work. Like that was a foundation that was given to like the next people. And then, the, and then, then the class after that, and then the class after that, and like it just kept, it just kept growing afterwards. And it's just like if you go back to it, like if we our initial, if our initial class didn't had started anything, just know like how much it would, it would have been on the next class to do something, and or the next class to start something. So it was just like I think like you going like going back, and then you said like it was a journey of like ten years almost from two thousand nine all the way up to now with ten to twelve years. I just feel like you even like you knocking on the door and having that first conversation in 2012, I believe that's when you said, or when was it? 2012? Yeah. Late 2012, early 2013. Yeah. So like you just having that like conversation, which like, I know that you rememorize it. Right. But like, that was very much just a conversation you wanted to go in there and just have about an idea that you have. Right. And look at how like, that was such a small part thinking back about it but that was such a momentous part that to a point where you think it was just yesterday right you you feel as though it was just yesterday so it's just like even the smallest of steps that are taken have a very much like giant leap for the next person to take uh, and it allows them to take that step much easier because you took the smaller step for them to take the larger step so i just like that's something i did i do, i wanted to just have our listeners a little bit think about um it's just again like our those that are UC students or college students that are listening, it's just like you on your campus this year. I know like the school years for, for, for CSU folks has already started and for most UCs has started too. But like this is like this year, like don't take it for granted. Like I know last year with because of Zoom is a little bit more difficult, but this year you're back on campus. If you have something you want to do, go out there and make it happen. Even if it's not like it won't happen your first year there or maybe it's your last year, maybe you're a senior. But if you start something, it might happen eventually. And you're going to look back at it and be like, that's something that I wanted, an initiative that I wanted to start. And I started it in some capacity and look at all these years later, it actually happened. So that's just I, like I, a couple of type of takeaways that I want to take. I took away myself, but I also want like the viewers to take away. Um, and before I thought you start, I just had, I just wanted to mention uh, for any high schoolers that are listening in or any um grad school applicants here in a little bit, or even transfer students that might be might be applying to transfer. Uh, we Jakarta has a program called Sikya, which is where your paired up uh, applicant is paired up with a mentor. And that mentor helps you write your applications, write your statements. Uh, they are very much there to help you through the whole process. Um, so if you do want to be involved in that, please check out the jagada.org website and you can follow, it says on programs, you can follow to where it says Sikia and then you'll go to the homepage and then you can sign up there or you can become, and especially if you're, if you're not applying, uh, we do need mentors as well. So if you want to be a mentor to look, to help somebody get into their dream college, if you want to help somebody get into their dream graduate program, right? Um, you can also apply and do that, which is, I think it's, uh, you're giving back 
to your community and giving back to like kids that are trying to make their dreams happen. Right. So that is a little of a advertisement that I wanted to put in there. Um, another thing is for, for people that are at JMC UCD uh, or, or at UC Davis that might be listening to this, there will be a general meeting uh, October 5th uh, at 7 PM, I believe. Uh, I think the day, the, the location is if you go to SCA's, Instagram page, you can find the, the flyer with the date and the time and the location. So if you, that's usually a general meeting for all sick organizations, they do like a presentation from five to seven minutes, introducing their board, introducing or saying like what their goals are for this year, like their, what their visions are for this year. JMC um, will, be, will be there. So we're looking forward to meeting all of you guys and seeing all of you guys. Uh, if you guys don't keep up with our JMC, uh, IG, uh, we, I, we recently posted a story, uh, about me, uh, saying, uh, I was your PSA chair for this upcoming year. Um, so I'm very excited to help lead this, this club and, and lead our direction towards a better and, and just help give back to the community here at Davis and also the larger community, Punjabi community in this area. Um, so that was just, I just wanted to, those were a couple of things I wanted to make sure people knew. Uh, but I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about like, I know we talked a little bit about uh, before about like other initiatives that you wanted to touch base on a little bit um, in this episode. And I just feel like, again, if there's any like other closing remarks or like other remarks you want to say about like the class, I know like, so if again, uh, these classes are being offered fall, winter and spring, Punjabi one, two and three. Uh, and there also will be a, a class more focused on Sikhi that will be that will be coming either the winter quarter or uh, the next quarter over. So definitely, if you are interested in that, like just keep up with when you're registering for your classes, uh, look for that. Um, but Harfate, is there anything else you want to maybe touch base on with that before we move on to any other initiatives yeah, <laughs> that I'll you want to talk about? I want to say follow the Instagram page of UC Punjabi. It's the handle is called the UC Punjabi P U N J A B J A B J A B I. Wow. Um, sorry, I've been uh, talking for a while. Today. <laughs> uh, and I apologize, listeners, if you're tired of hearing my voice. Um, Gurinder, I just want to say that I came to US as a 16 year old. I started high school as a junior year. I did not even know how to write an essay. Like, um, to end up at UC Davis a couple of years later. It wouldn't have happened without the help of a lot of community friends, friends and um, like family friends, as well as friends from other communities that I made at high school. The learning curve was steep. It was all Guru Maharaj's Kirpa call books, like Bent Bent Shukrana for that. And looking back, sometimes I think, what if I restarted on this path earlier than 2012, 13, maybe around 2010, 11, maybe things would have happened sooner. Maybe things would have been different. What if we were more active on campus? What if we didn't do this or do that? Like there are lots of could have, would have showed us, yes. You can make a lot of change with the time that you have, even if this is your last quarter, if this is your last year. If you're an alumnus to any education institution which has considerable Punjabi presence, you can talk to them about setting up financial aid, like setting up scholarships. Everyone has their own own criteria. Um, 
there are so many ways to contribute. And just make that positive change that's exact that change that the impact that you can make is like six six are always supposed to be you know like one versus of a luck right don't be daunted by the magnitude of the challenge just try to do your part a lot of avenues on campus a lot of ssas if you're part of any ssa sca any uh, uc uh, jmcs any other organizations Try to bridge the gap, any any gap, ideological or otherwise, that might exist. Because we, yes, there's a lot of divisions in the community. But think about the all the folks from different parts of California who helped. All the different Kogurdara communities who helped. All the different UCs, you know, all the UCs who helped out with this, who, you know, who did grants for this or like provided support and whatnot. This is a collaborative effort. And this is a lesson in that if, as a community together, we can advance if we stay united. There are a million reasons to, you know, like divide the community, yes, but don't let one or two bad experiences be the reflection of the entire community. We are more than that. We're bigger than that. And our goal is bigger than that. So that's, I really wanna just focus on that. Like, I'm not sure like what the next steps will look like. Hopefully we can build intermediate and advancement. Hopefully we can set up an endowment. Hopefully we can set up a chair, whatnot, um, like some of the other UCs have. Um, hopefully, but one step at a time. We can only do this collaboratively, and um, all the community organizations, all the Gurdwaras, like or like places like Jakarta and everybody, every other place, everyone who attended a concert, everyone attended an event in support of this. You have my sincere gratitude. All the students I mentioned, or I, I forgot to mention. I'm sorry. All all the people who signed the petitions, like I, from the core of my heart. Thank you. And for like what we can go going forward, I think I think we are looking to expand the Punjabi American Digital Archive. Uh, look at the the contribution the Punjabi American women had made to the community in the valley. Like focusing on that, and like you mentioned, Pravinder, I think she's an amazing leader. Like even through Jakarta, like I, the first time I talked, like like you know, with like. But Jakarta folks was only like three or four years ago about this. Like so, sometimes I feel like I got a late start on that. But you know, but thank thanks to everybody, and you know, thanks for everybody who has helped this, made this happen. And think about all the uh, translations that were put out by Jakarta and other organizations during COVID about like or election materials. Like most of the valley has ballots in Punjabi available, or like help in Punjabi available. More parts of the Bay Area have sample ballots in Punjabi available. That wouldn't have happened without the efforts of a lot of folks, a lot of community organizers with Jakarta, outside of Jakarta, other people like who consistently kept showing up with the pressure on the registrar's offices and everything. Use those resources. Um, use those resources. Have your parents use those resources. Even if your parents understand English perfectly, try to use the Punjabi resources. We have to show utilization of these. Otherwise, they'll just be like, oh, nobody's using them. So why are we putting money into this? Same thing with the class, Punjabi classes, and um, continue showing up. Showing up is the hardest, keeping going is the hardest. Like 10 years ago, I didn't think we would be here. Um, obviously, the class, the format of class has changed, has evolved a little bit. It's online now, but um, take each win as it comes. Keep moving forward, stay united, stay together, 
and you know remember the bigger goal is is to serve the month serve the community and that's why we are here um i'm not sure what else you wanted to talk about <laughs> um, but main thing is like if you're a uc please stay the Punjabi club class like spread the word uh, um we need to show consistent enrollment in, in the class so we can build off more of that, of that foundation yeah and i think again you you i think what you said one of the biggest things i want to highlight is like for some like for a lot of us showing up is is the difficult part like we would we would think that oh like up until now was the difficult part no 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 sustaining it is now going to be the hardest part because if we don't sustain it just keeping like i mean harper they just just broke down and in a quick summary is as fast as he could like in the past hour of like the summary of like how this classes came to be like the very quickest summary that he could give about it right but he just summarized almost 12 12 years of of work and and dedication by so many people and if we don't if we don't sustain it like for the whoever like for the people that it was it's built there for right for all the incoming uc students and not just at davis but all across the ucs like these classes were were made in not for Hafarte, he didn't make it for himself. He graduated back in 2014, right? He made us made these class. He he worked on these classes or made to, wanted to make these happen because of us for the next people for the next then the people that came after him could have this um, have this opportunity and just showing up again, like just being registered to the class, taking the class. If you, if maybe you need 12 units and you don't know what class to take to fulfill those 12 units, Hey, take the Punjabi class, fill your 12 units requirement for your financial aid or full-time student or, or however, but like, that's a quick way instead of scrambling for a different class. Like there is a class that very much is in your wheelhouse of something that should interest you. Uh, I know like for me, like I, I can speak Punjabi very fluently, uh, but I have I have my struggles in reading and writing. And so that's why it's just like for all of us, we all have our own struggle or struggles with trying to understand Punjabi. And and I know like for me specifically, like learning, having to learn two languages simultaneously growing up, like made like a denture. It was a bit made very hard to try to focus on one or the other like in school obviously i had to focus on english solely but like at home it was punjabi solely so it was like i had to learn two languages at the same time and i feel like that for me was like i i wasn't able to learn as as much as i wanted in in punjabi as i wanted to just because i had to learn english because of school and had to get uh get farther in school right right with english um, so that's something that for my personal journey, right. But like every journey's, everybody's journey is their own. So that's why I was just like, please, if you do, and you have the like capacity to take this class and want to take this class, please do, because it, it will show, it will show again, it will show that there's actual, there's interest, even though, like, even after a year, like there's not just initial interest, you know, there's interest years on instead of just the first year um so please again like if you have throughout the next this quarter the next two quarters if you do have a slot open for a class take it uh and support it and just just be thankful that this actually exists for us because two years ago it didn't exist for 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 uc students 
So that's my, that's what I just wanted to say at the end about that. And hundreds of people have worked on this, this hundreds of people have contributed into this. I'm just a small part of that, but on behalf of all of them, uh, I'm thankful to them, but on behalf of all of them, I, I strongly urge you, please support this, keep the momentum going because that's what we need. Um, yeah. And yet, and then remember commit to a task and um, we, we got to show up and it's all Guru Maharaj Skirpa in the end that this happens. So shukrana to, to the community, shukrana to Guru Maharaj, Kalpakwai Guru for making this happen. Yeah, and I, I just want to say, like, I know you you keep saying like you were a very small part of the whole process, but I just want to say, like, thank you to you personally for for all your, your work and dedication. And like I said, like you graduated seven years ago and look, you're you're what you're joining me seven years later after graduating UC Davis to join me for for an hour-ish of your own personal time. So again, thank you for coming on and thank you for all the hard work that you've you've done on this. And um, I would love to have you again in the future again, because there's just so much more to unpack in this, in this realm and this conversation that I think one hour doesn't do enough justice for it. So again, down the road, I would love to have you come back and, and unravel this a little bit more because I feel like we, even though we unpacked so much, it might've gone over a couple people's head. So like, I just want to like revisit this down the road again and again i heard that you said like if you if anybody is interested to have more individual con like contact with you and talk to you about it like they can find you on social medias like i i know you're on instagram i know i saw you you're on twitter as well so if you again like i said if you want to if you want to have your follow-up discussions with harfata himself you can you know where to find him um but in terms of social medias i did want to say that so the podcast will have its own separate uh, Instagram account now. So the account is called the JMC Chronicles. It's just the same as the title of the actual podcast. And that's the account name. So please go and um, follow that. It will be linked in the video description of this and it will be linked on all the platforms. So you can easily go on there and click it. That is where we'll be posting more updates about the podcast itself and also uploading um, direct snippets from each episode and uploading it there for your own uh, enjoyment and your own. So you don't have some, I know some people don't can't sit or listen to something for a whole hour. So that's why that will be there. It will be a great research resource for you to hear seven, eight minute. And maybe that seven, eight minute clip makes you, makes you go watch the whole thing. Right. So please go and uh, follow that. Uh, keep up to date with that. Uh, it'll be linked in the description of this YouTube video. And also again, check out the JMC UCD uh, IG, because again, we'll be giving a lot of updates about JMC, uh, especially at the start of the year is usually where, a lot of information is given out for general meetings in the beginning of the year and other meetings that we will be holding and other events that will be coming up very shortly. Um, again, like I said, I apologize for this episode being a week, a week late. Uh, again, you can see that I have changed places, so it's been hectic for myself. I agree that I also want to add that you all inspire me so much. You know, if, if we didn't see, like, I, I wish we had... Uh, even a quarter of the dedication and commitment that you all show at such a young, such a young age, like um, the, the current crop of students that I've had like talked over the last four or five years, 
man, y'all are like amazing ideas, big ideas, amazing ideas. Like, you know, um, so you follow those dreams, y'all go out and, you know, make those dreams come true, whether for the community, for your families, for every, anybody with your own dreams and everything. Um, you know, y'all are like really inspiring folks. And this class is just not just for, for our future families, you can say nephews, nieces, kids, whatnot, but also it's, an, it's a tribute to the generations of ancestors who came before us, the ones who survived um, difficult times in 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th centuries, but also the ones who work hard today in the fields driving trucks or whether you're working in a white collar job. Um, this is a tribute to the generations of Punjabis who will come next. And hopefully we can keep going with the support of the community, with support of you all. Um, I'm just humbled to have been, to have had the honor and a distinct privilege of having worked on this cause. Again, a small part, but deeply, deeply grateful to Kalapur Kavaidu and for everyone's love, everyone's uh, help. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this was. I I know I've touched about this before to our podcast listeners, but like this podcast, I had this idea in 2019. So almost two years ago was when I when I had this idea of a podcast, and not until November of 2020 was when we actually launched the podcast. So it took me well over a year to to get all the behind the scenes stuff to work and everything. But eventually, we got to the point where we. We were able to launch it and not only have we successfully launched it but now we are 11 episodes in uh we also have our own personalized ig account now and we're also it still blows my mind but like we're all we're all on your all your amazing uh apps spotify google apple and on youtube so wherever you like to get your information wherever you like to get your podcasts we are there and also, like I said, if you're ever wanting to maybe do an episode, want to join on an episode or even discuss and shape an episode, please contact um, contact the, the new Instagram page of the, the podcast, the JMC Chronicles. That way you can get direct contact with me um, and we can make it happen. Because, again, like I said, I am the only I like you see my face constantly, but I I, I, swear, I don't want to take all the credit for this. Uh, I, I allow uh, every member of the Sanghas that wants to be a part of it to come and, and be a part of it. And they're the people that make it happen. And they're the ones that keep it going every single month. Um, and guests, like amazing guests like Harfate and all the guests that have come on, all, <laughs> all these episodes have made these episodes just better and better and have made me into a better and better person and a better host. So I would just say thank you to all the guests. Thank you to all the Sanghas out there, all the audience members. Uh, and one final thank you again to Harfate. And uh, with that, I would want to say, Wai Guji Ka Khalsa, Wai Guji Ki Fateh.